1200 presents the Jim K. Ford Lincoln postgame show. Coming up, a complete analysis of tonight's game, including calls, texts, and emails. But first, tonight's three stars. Brought to you by Canadian Tire, Canada's Garage. AJ Jokovic, Brad Smith, in our TSN 1200 studio with producer Cam Clement, Dean Brown, Gord Wilson with the Call tonight in Calgary at the Saddle Dome. Flames win at 5-1 over the Ottawa Senators. And our third star tonight, Brad, is... Well, it's a flame sweep. It's Jonathan yeah. Huberto. Jonathan Huberto, yeah. And he's taken a lot of heat this year. No pun intended uh, for lack of offensive production uh, for the Flames. But uh, was good in this one with a goal and assist. Uh, very skilled deflection off a pass from Nazem Kadri. And uh, he's your third star. Jonathan Huberto. Second star, uh, Flames blue liner, Rasmus Anderson. Rasmus Anderson got the uh, party started for the Flames. Uh, nice goal. Goal and assist. Uh, offense from the defense. And uh, there he was playing 21 minutes and 50 seconds. And uh, there's your second star. First star tonight, it's Elias Lindholm. Yeah, Elias Lindholm. Or- Lindholm, has, he's been a productive player here for the Flames all season long and one of the bright spots in a disappointing season. Scores his 200th career goal and adds an assist and uh, was absolutely stellar in that first period. He's your first star. Hardest working Senator, Claude Giroux. Yeah, we were searching high and low for for a, for a Senator that's, uh, that would fit this bill and then we came up with a couple of names. But Claude Giroux, a uh, model of consistency here. Uh, dash one on the night, but over 50% on the draws and, uh, and drew a penalty, blocked three shots and showed some compete and, uh, showed up tonight. So he's our hardest worker, Claude Giroux. All right, let's get to our out of town scoreboard. It's brought to you by St. Hubert barbecue, chicken, ribs, hockey, uh, finals, Detroit beats Boston five, three penguins of the Rangers three, two in overtime. Vegas over St. Louis 5-3. Jersey downs Carolina 3-0. Winnipeg wins 3-2 in Tampa. Minnesota has a 4-3 lead midway through the third in Arizona. And Nashville up 3-2 in Anaheim midway through the third. 67s lose 6-3 in Hamilton tonight. U-Sports, that's where the good news starts. Carlton won both national championships men's and women's in basketball women win 71 59 over queens men beat saint fx 109 104 in double overtime canada beats great britain 18 8 at the world baseball classic brad gushu and his rank will be in ottawa for the world men's curling championship after winning the briar 7 5 over manitoba's matt dunstone and scotty scheffler wins the players championship that's our scoreboard all right, Brad Smith, let's get a thought from you on tonight's 5-1 Calgary win. Oh, it looked like a tired hockey team, AJ, and you can't make excuses for them, but uh, that's certainly what it looked like here, and the Flames uh, pounced on on the Senators right away. And uh, just to add insult to injury, it's it's really tough watching that power play right now in terms of, uh, well, execution, but also effort. And uh, you're giving up shorthanded chances coming back the other way. And uh, it's really hurting the team right now. When we come back, we'll take your reaction at 750-1200. You can text us at 12-1200. We're 
Standard messaging rates apply. You can tweet us at TSN 1200 at the Super AJ at Brad Smith 613 and at Smith with a Y. 5-1 final. The Flames over the Sens tonight. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Senators postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. Your home for the Sens, Red Blacks, 67s, the World Juniors, and the NFL. TSN 1200. Ottawa Sports. Play here. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sens postgame show on TSN 1200. Time to check out the play of the game. But back to the point. It's poked back outside the line and shorthanded. Inside the zone. Backhand chance in front. Scores! Rasmus Anderson comes in as the late trailer and scores the shorty. One, nothing plain. What did I just finish saying? The Senators can ill afford to give up a shorthanded goal in a 0-0 hockey game, but the power play lets them down again. AJ Jakubek, Brad Smith, Cam Clement producing. Tough one for the Ottawa Senators tonight as they lose in Calgary by a score of 5-1. to one. Sanctuary. It's just a wish away at the Lincoln Wish. Oh, good. Right now at Jim it's the beauty of radio, right? You just <laughs> never Live know radio. what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. That's why people tune in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's just get right to some text. So we're going to hear from uh, the head coach of the Ottawa Senators yeah. shortly, DJ Smith. So... Going in blind here, and we'll see if, uh, well, we'll see what we get in terms of the tax. Okay, we'll start at the top. Stampeder Norm. They got down 2 nothing in the first. It could have been 3. Listening to callers and emailers last night, it was good to hear the blatant honesty. The comments on Shabbat's play were so accurate. However, there are others that need to take a look in the mirror as well. The foolish... Defensive mistakes with these two kids in goal are impossible to overcome. Doesn't help that the power play has dried up as well. Cheers from Stampeder Norm. Yep. It's a night where Thomas Shabbat and Matthew Joseph yeah. both went off injured. Um, the Joseph one, you could tell right away, like, that's not a good one. I'm not sure he's playing another game this year. Um, well, you heard him yell. Yeah. Uh, from the cross track. Banging, yeah. banging on the boards, so... That's that's tough to to swallow, and we'll see on Shabbat, right? I mean, he left the game as well. So I don't want to pile on in a night when he got hurt. He's just flat-out not good enough right now. Simple as that. Flat-out, I don't even care about his contract. I mean, it makes it worse when you look at the contract. He's just flat-out not good enough right now. I have no idea why he's playing this way. Like, he's... Everyone's going to have inconsistencies. There's always going to be frustrations, right? The frustration, yeah. I think, in the last few years was he's playing too much. And right now, it, it's not about that. He's just not playing well, period. I don't know why. He's got it in him to be a top-end defenseman in this league. But I don't know where his head's at. I have no idea. There might be something going on. I mean, I, I don't want to even jump to conclusions. But he's just not playing very well right now. Simple as that. There's I don't know. I mean, am I wrong here? No. I Some some uh, curious decisions with the puck, um, especially on the power play. And and the big one for me is, is the lack of positioning when the puck gets turned over. And <laughs> on the power play, 
it just results in an odd man rush every time here in the last uh, handful of games for the Senators. So yeah, it's something that has to be uh, has to be looked at for sure. And the problem goes beyond him. I'm tired of watching guys float back. That one shorthanded opportunity where everyone floated back, they got an opportunity, then they went around the net, they came back around the front of the net, and it's still a three-on-two. Like, that's not we played the night before in Vancouver. That's get your lazy ass back into the defensive zone. You just screwed up. Make up for it. Yeah, and this is what we talked about earlier in the, the uh, broadcast, AJ, about, about the quick turnaround and how the shifts have to be short. And so after that happens, instead of sprinting back, you're all, you're almost it almost looks like there's there's pacing themselves. Yeah, to go back up the ice. Exactly. And I've, been, I've been in that situation before. You're you're thinking, okay, I finally got back, uh, not hard enough, but I, I think I can do one more rush up the ice. And it's it's simply not going to happen there. So, you know, you can go, you can talk about this all night, but the the special teams um, and the PK has been been fairly solid this year. Uh, but you're coming out of that first period, losing the special teams battle, gave up a shorty, and uh, and they scored a power play goal. So. Uh, the Flames scored a power play goal. So no matter what happens after that, you're already losing the special teams battle, which is which is tough on the road. Let's go to Calgary now and hear from the head coach, DJ Smith, in conversation with our Gord Wilson. Coach, just hoping you could hang on as long as you could here. Obviously, the, it appeared as though the schedule kind of caught up to you. Yeah, just, uh, you know, disappointing, um, you know, a couple outcomes here, but... Uh, you know, I think the shorty in the first took a lot out of us. Um, you know, I, I, the mindset was there. We were checking, um, you know, and then it's, you know, just before you know it, it's 2 nothing, and you're trailing the game. And and probably, you know, we score, we get a gift. Um, and then the next shift they score. And, and those are the, the biggest shifts are the ones after goals, end of periods. And, you know, Today we just we weren't sharp enough. With the power play, you're almost getting a sense that players are trying to do too much. Maybe. Yeah, I mean they care, and you know, the, those are the guys that have carried us all year. That uh, the power play has has won us so many games, um, and you know, these are the guys. This is the motor of our team that 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 care. That's the pulse. Um, you know, and right now it's easy to to point fingers. They're trying. And, you know, it's, it's just squeezing it a bit. We need one to go in, and they're skilled players. And when it goes in, they'll get hot. And, you know, you know before this is over, they're going to win us games again. Thomas Shabbat left before the end of the game, and Matthew Joseph in the first period. Any updates on either of the two? Yeah, no update. Neither was able to return. Um, we'll know more, um, you know, after the game here. But, um, you know, certainly... It didn't help. Uh, you know, Joe's been playing real good. It's been real good on the penalty kill. You know, he gets hurt. We get scored on right, right behind it. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. But, you know, we've got bodies, and, and if they're out, um, guys are going to have to step up. But your group is 3-3 three and three in March now, the same mark you were at in February at the beginning of the month before finishing 6-4. and four. What do you target to ensure you finish the month as strongly as you did in February? Well, the, the biggest thing is that right there. I think as a young group, you know, you get caught looking at the standings. I think, you know, we played so well at home in that stretch. And then we knew how hard this trip would be. Um, and we want to be over 500 in March to give ourselves. And then we know what we're going to have to do in April. We're 3-3. Three and three, 
you know, we started out 2-0. and It's not where we want to be, but again, it's, you know, you got the Oilers, the Avalanche, the Leafs. It, it, it doesn't get any easier. We're going to have to find our game in a hurry. Um, but I got the, all the trust in, in the leadership and these guys that um, when the chips are down, they'll, they'll be ready. Bring Julian Gucci back to the lineup today. You seem to bring that speed and physicality you look for. Yeah, you know what? He skated well. He got himself a breakaway there. Um, you know, it, it's hard. We lost a left winger and we're rotating lines all over the place, um, you know, the remainder of the game. But um, I thought he skated really well. DJ Smith in conversation with our Gord Wilson. Yeah, and uh, that, that's that's accurate there. The, the the shifts after the goals are, uh, are are huge, and instead of having the momentum of the Stutzla goal carry you into the next three four minutes, five six shifts, uh, it turns around and bites you when when Huberto scores right after. So, um, yeah, pivotal pivotal moment in the game. Back to more texts at twelve twelve hundred. Uh, This one uh, from Thomas in Calgary. Texting from YYC, very disheartening loss. My biggest concern is Dabrinkit. He was brought in as a difference maker and has unfortunately been a massive disappointment at $6.4 million. He's already overpaid. I believe money could be spent better. Would you re-sign him? Anyways, huge fan. Good things are coming down the pipe. Have a good night from Thomas in Calgary. We were talking about this off the air as well. I have a hard time, based on what we've seen, I I appreciate how difficult it is to get goal scorers. I have a hard time giving him more than $7.5 million, and he's going to cost more than $7.5 million. I also don't know if he wants to be here long-term. So it's, number one, he has to want to be here long-term. And if he wants to be here long-term, then what do you pay him? Well, I think you're probably going to have to pay him over eight. And I don't know if I want to give him over eight. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. And uh, I don't consider it a massive disappointment. He's got 55 points. Uh, the goal-scoring totals, uh, especially the first 20 games, um, mirrors a team, by the way, uh, with with the start that they had. If they had a few more goals out of him, AJ, if you remember in October, November, uh, the team would have a few more points in the bank. Um, but yeah, the contract is going to be, uh, it's going to be very interesting going forward because that's a lot of money and, uh, I don't see it sliding south of $8 million to, to lock up this player on a, on a seven or eight year deal. Sherry writes, hey guys, not a great night for our boys. I'm usually a big fan of Shabbats, but what is going on with him? Hard to watch. Cheers from Sherry. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I I don't want to make him a whipping boy or anything like that. I've seen that here with players like Wade Redden and Jason Spezza and Cody Cece and certainly don't want the same for Thomas Shabbat, but he needs he needs to play better. Simple. More consistency for sure. Dave writes, remember, remember the sends of November. It's been a roller coaster of a season. The highs are high. The lows are the lowest. This week has included some of the lowest. When it mattered most, they were no-shows. The immaturity, lack of awareness, bad positioning, all on full display. I'm not going to pile on DJ and the coaching staff, but I'm looking forward to the next one. Play hard down the stretch, boys. Still a lot to build towards next year. That's from Dave. Yeah, well, Dave, the next one doesn't get any easier as they go into Edmonton. And uh, and face the best player in the world. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you're quite right, Dave. In terms of uh, when you don't have your legs uh, like you like you normally have, and they they clearly didn't because they played in in Vancouver the night before, uh, got in late. Then the positioning has to be a little more sound, and the turnovers definitely have to be fewer. Yeah, I think when he's saying I'm looking forward to the next one, I think he's looking forward to the next coach. That's oh. what I got out of that. Okay, and the reality is. I, I think I've said this before. I think DJ Smith and his staff, they're going to have to make the playoffs here. I, I have a hard time thinking when this team has been bad out of the gate three years in a row that you give them another opportunity out of the gate. And we don't even know who ownership's going to be. Well, that's the big All question, that type I mean. of stuff, right? So yeah. I'd be very surprised if this team missed the playoffs. If he was back, but you, you'd never know. Stranger things have happened. You, at some point, you've got to produce, right? I mean, you can talk like it's it's like football and the Red Blacks. And at some point, yeah, it sucks. Your quarterback went down and all that yeah. type of stuff. But you're you're paid to get this team better. And your lineup got better. And you got that immediate boost from that when Jacob Chikrin was traded here, but then you go out and lose to three non-playoff teams in the West who are all like, look, it's, it's the national hockey league. And when you play Vancouver and Calgary, it's not like you're playing terrible hockey teams. These aren't yeah. the ducks or anything like that, but you don't get many of those games. No. So now you're going to have to go 11, four and one probably. I mean, by Dean's math, it's 12, three and one. And we don't know. Right. But at least 11-4-1 in your next 16 games, and you've got seven in a row against playoff teams. Yeah, that are tough customers. It, things don't get any easier, and you can't pick your opposition. Um, yeah, three non-playoff teams. But as we said before, they all have something to play for. If you win four of the next seven, that's an incredible stretch of seven games to beat Edmonton, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, if, if you win four of the next seven. They were six so, of eight going into tonight. So if you win four of the next seven, you've given yourself a chance, which is going to be incredibly hard to do. You've given yourself a chance to make the playoffs by going 7-1-1 one, and one down the stretch. You still have a chance, but it's... They need something out of Edmonton. Yeah, and I I have a hard time thinking that they're going to go out and play great against these teams when you just gave up 19 goals in your last four games. And that's the biggest concern right there. It's the defensive play. And you can't, you well, can't say it's about the defense and the group that you have. You just traded for a top four guy. Yeah, and you're hoping that the uh, – well, you actually have to have some confidence that the power play has has been that good all year that it'll get fixed. Um, and but the thing you have to counter on, especially when you have AJ, you have two goaltenders here that have literally fourteen games, fifteen games combined of NHL experience. So you have to clamp down defensively. Uh, that's the situation you're in, and uh, yeah, you've given way too many opportunities uh, in the last four games.
Let's go to the phones. 750-1200 calling from Calgary, I believe. It's Dr. Bob. Hey, How you doing tonight? Brad, um, I'm just walking from the stadium to the hotel. It's minus 10 out. Uh, a couple of comments about the crowd in the stadium before we get into the Senators. The crowd was almost full, and there were several hundred Ottawa Senator fans there. Shout out to a guy named Derek who came from uh, Nelson, B.C. to see the game. Oh, I love um, Nelson, B.C. That's my, that's my old country. Oh, there the you Kootenays. go. Yeah, neat. So, and... Um, he, he's a big Senator fan. Actually, he's a cousin of uh, Lucini, but uh, was a Senator fan anyway, even before that. So, um, you know, they're very tired. Uh, and they certainly put in an effort tonight. They're, if you look at the block shots, now obviously Cal- Calgary was stronger all over, but we blocked 28 and they blocked 11. We out-hit them. Um, just the finesse there. Everybody's tired. Stussel played well, um, but some of our other shots, they're, they're not on the net. But Markstrom was, was really good in the first period. He, he was on his game fully, and that made a big difference. Um, I, I'm wondering about Ridley Gregg bringing him up and another young player, because uh, we're verging on the point where, as I said actually several months ago, let's play our young guys if we make the playoffs. We do. If we don't, we don't. But at least they get some experience. So um, the stadium's a good stadium. I don't think they need a new one, even though, yeah, it goes way back to before 1988. All right, Dr. Bob, appreciate the call. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not letting them. Look, no doubt the schedule tonight didn't help them, but, you know, they're giving up 19 goals in the last four games. It's not all about the schedule. No. At some point, you need to play with the structure necessary to batten down the hatches a little bit when you are on the road and a little bit tired, and it just wasn't good enough. Through, through Like, they played the same way on this trip. Other than a few minutes here and a few minutes there, even the Seattle game, right? Well, there was great. I mean, they blew a three-nothing lead. Yeah, they had a fantastic start to that game, and uh, yeah, it just slides away on them. And uh, you give up. You're going chance for chance here, and that isn't the Senators' style when things are going well. Uh, they're a tracking team and a physical team, um, an aggressive team uh, on the forecheck when things are going well for them. All right, let's uh, go back to. Calgary, and let's hear now from Tim Stutzla in conversation with our Gord Wilson. Tim, I know you're not making any excuses, but the schedule kind of catch up to you here as far as the fatigue factor is concerned. I mean, everybody got back to backs, uh, every team in the league. So for me, there's no excuse. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. It's just uh, we're not sharing pucks, we're not breaking the puck out, and turning pucks over when we shouldn't, and uh, yeah, and so back of the net. Can it be as simple as maybe just trying to do too much? I wouldn't say trying too much. I think, uh, yeah, we just didn't work hard enough, I think. I, I didn't think it was our best, uh, our worst game, but um, we had some chances, and if we can't capitalize on them, we got to at least try to not give them any chances, and every chance we give them is two on one, grade eight chances, and then, yeah, it's nothing man who can do. Obviously, things will settle in a little bit if you can find some heat to the power play. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Tim, the team is 3-3 uh, three and three in March here. St. Mark, you were in February at the same time uh, before finishing 6-4 and four for the month. Important to, to kind of take it game by game and uh, try and finish the month strong? Yeah, 100%. I mean, we, we try to take every every game game by game, but it just can't happen. I mean, yeah, just can't happen. Two games in a row, uh, yeah, just uh, not great. Where does the belief from this group come from that you can rally back? I mean, I think without belief, you, you're you not going to do anything in this league. I mean, every team can beat everyone. And, uh, yeah, Chelsea and I, I think we, we didn't play our worst game, but uh, everything, yeah, didn't go the way we wanted to. But uh, in the end, the last two games went the way we wanted to play. And, uh, you, yeah, we just got to turn the page, but uh, it's definitely really frustrating right now. Tim Stutzland, conversation with our Gord Wilson. Sounds pissed off. Yep. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, so do I. Honest, no excuses. Honesty there. Without belief, you can't do anything in this league. Anybody can beat anybody. And uh, I think he's right in that, with that assessment of, wasn't their worst game, worst performance of the season by any means, but not nearly good enough. And he, and he, and he coupled it in with uh, with what happened in Vancouver uh, on Saturday night also. And uh, the comments of not breaking out the, prop, the puck properly and you're seeing it. They're coming in staggered attacks. Instead of coming in waves, uh, a lot of times they're coming up the ice tonight with two players or one player, and and uh, the Flames were all over them. When we come back, uh, we'll continue to go live from the locker room. We'll hear from Travis Hamadick and Austin Watson. We'll go back to the phones at 750-1200. Randy is uh, holding. And we'll get some texts in at TSN 1200. Uh, on Twitter as well. You can uh, text us at 12-1200 where standard messaging rates apply, but on Twitter at TSN1200 at the Super AJ at Brad Smith 613 Smith with a Y. 5-1 Flames tonight in Calgary. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Senators postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show on TSN 1200. Let's go downstairs and check things out live from the locker room. AJ Dakubek, Brad Smith, Cam Clement producing. 5 1 final. Calgary over Ottawa tonight. Let's go back to the Saddle Dome. And let's hear from Travis Hamadick in conversation with our. Gord Wilson. Do you see the, the Desmond? It's a talented group in there for sure, and it's a hungry group that knows where it is. Do you see the signs of either desperation or the belief that uh, that you need to see in order to know that you guys can continue? Yeah, definitely. We, we have a ton of belief in our group. We've we've been resilient all season. Um, we've, we've played through a ton of adversity. We've clawed our way back into the race and into the conversation um, when everyone kind of left us on the side of the road a couple months ago. So uh, that's something that uh, we have an abundance of, I would say, in our room. Um, and we know, I mean, the proof's in the pudding when we play our style um, and are concerned about how we're going to play and how we're going to manage the puck and manage the game. We, we've played with every team in the league, and we know we can. So um, we just got to do it on a more consistent effort and, and – uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough back-to-back. Uh, no excuses whatsoever, but we knew it was going to be a tough back-to-back for us. It's all about re-energize now for the next 36 hours. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I have said it, and I think I've told you many times so far this year, whether you win or lose, you got to 
you got to turn the page. Um, no one's waiting for you. The league's not waiting for you. Um, and, and, and no one's feeling sorry for you. So it seems like this time of year, uh, everyone's getting points. Everyone's playing each other. And we just have to turn the page, move forward. We got a day off. We can uh, rejuvenate on our day off. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some video and get ready for Edmonton. Um, they're playing well. We know that. Um, so we're going to be excited and ready to go because, uh, frankly, that's, that's when our group is at our best is when we're energized um, and playing with confidence and excited. Not sure that goal. Not sure the score would reflect it, but your goaltender was solid at times. I mean, yeah. consider where mm-hmm. he's come from in his journey yeah. to play as well as he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both those guys have played extremely well, and, and he made some big saves tonight. I mean, they had a couple, a couple looks in the second. The game could have got put away pretty early. Um, so we have we have a ton of confidence, and we have two young goaltenders right now that are battling their bag off for us. So uh, it's unfortunate that we couldn't have pitched a better effort for him tonight um, because he, he was ready. Tim just expressed a great deal of frustration, maybe to his own game and the team game here. How important is it to get that emotion out of the system? Well, I mean, emotion's good. Um, it, it is an emotional game. Um, uh, you know, too much of it either direction is probably not good. Um, you know, but uh, shows how much guys care and, and, and how much we want to win. And, and as a group, how much, you know, A, as, 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 as players, we hold ourselves accountable. And as a group, we hold ourselves accountable. So emotion is good. Um, you just got to stay a little bit more even keel, I think, as an entire group um, and as players. And um, when the wave's going good, not get too high. And the wave's going bad, not get too low. Um, and that's, quite frankly, what, what this time of year is all about. So we're learning that. Travis Hamannick in conversation with our Gord Wilson. Yeah, and that's a mature leader right there in those comments, AJ, in terms of uh, managing your frustration, basically. And uh, in contrast from from Tim Stutzel, who's a younger player uh, who has very high high expectations all the time. And uh, and, and there it is. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, they've, they have gone. Everything he said is true. They've gone through adversity. They've gone through tough times. They've. They've beaten some good teams, uh, but now they're being pushed a little bit, and uh, and they're going to have to find uh, another another gear here, and and simplify their game somewhat. They're going into a tough tough barn in Edmonton there, uh, you know, and Edmonton had a tough a tough game against Toronto, so they'll be ready for them also. To the phones again, seven five zero twelve hundred and Randy. Hey Randy, what's on your mind? Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, Good, thanks. Thanks, Randy. Um, just watched the game tonight. Uh, a little embarrassed, actually, by the the way these guys are playing. Um, I uh, I like the the fact that they uh, give out the goggles after a win, but I think they should put a after a loss like tonight, uh, Tiara on uh, for everybody that like you know uh, usual like uh, a beauty queen pageant gets a princess, so they get a Tiara. So. Uh, I think where we have miss hits, miss nets, miss passes, uh, miss defensive assignments, uh, all these little misses, uh, they should call them, uh, you know, uh, give these guys some embarrassment on their own and, and for going back into the, uh, into their, into, into the locker room and like, uh, you know, sad. All right, Randy, appreciate the call. Yeah, well, Randy brings up a good point about the uh, the missed shots on net. And that's another trend here that's that's crept in, AJ, is, is a lot of shots are going high and wide. And, uh, you know, give yourself an opportunity. Hit the net. 
let the players tip the pucks, especially from the point. More texts at 12-1200 where standard messaging rates apply. Uh, the Jacob Chikrin trade is the Matt Duchesne curse. It's going to suck to miss the playoffs and no first-round pick. The pick should have been top 10 protected at least. I hope they lose every game left this year so they fall into the bottom five. Hopefully Shabbat injury is out for the rest of the year, AJ and Barhaven. You don't want no. Okay, like no. as bad as Shabbat hasn't been very good, but you don't hope he's out for the year. Okay, so that's part of it. The other part, like the I'd, I top ten protected would have been great. The reason it's top five protected, you're you're not going to finish in the bottom five. You could still win the lottery and move up ten spots. So that's why it's top. Five protected. Right. Because there was never any danger of them dropping into the bottom five, and there still isn't, no matter how bad they are. No, not, now, with, not with the Ducks and No, and it's not happening Columbus. between now and the end of the season. But the only way, if you win the lottery, the only way you don't select is if you finish 16th from bottom right, and move up 10 spots into the sixth spot, then, but I mean, the chances of that at this stage, they don't even look like a team that's going to finish first out of the playoffs, right? They would have to be ninth in this conference and ahead of probably Nashville and Calgary on the other side. So the bottom line is wherever they finish, if they win the lottery, they'll move up 10 spots. Exactly. Exactly. And as far as the, the Matt Duchesne curse, I don't look at that in the same vein as the Chikrin deal at all. You have them under contracts for the next two seasons at 4.6. Uh, that's a team-friendly deal. And uh, I think, the, you know, not not a great game for him tonight, but not a great game for the team. Uh, kind of mirrors what the team was doing. I think it's going to work out uh, very well for the team uh, once he gets integrated with the Senators. Stittsville Rob writes, this team is so frustrating. They get you excited just to get you demoralized with their lackluster play. <laughs> it's time to bring up your Venti, Sokolov, and Crookshank to see if they can play at this level. Well, interesting, Rob. interesting Stittsville Rob, because, uh, you know, with that Matthew, Matthew Joseph injury did not look good. That's a cross-check on the numbers. Yeah. And he, we're not doctors. Who, who are we kidding, AJ? When you hear a player yell like that instantly um, through the broadcast, that's not good. So I'd be surprised if he's not out for uh, some amount of time. And and if somebody's not recalled from Belleville uh, on their day off tomorrow uh, to play in Edmonton or uh, somebody's called up when they return home before they play the Avalanche on Thursday. And Sokolov would be right up there on my top of my list. Um, I. I like Yarvente, I, I do, well, they, but there's there the, the Sokolov issue is pressing. We haven't mentioned his name on the on the broadcast tonight, AJ, because you have to find out whether he can play in the NHL, yeah. and and whether they're going to qualify him, and at or extend. To me, it, it, there's potential there to have a a qualifying offer, a two way deal, and then the additional year at a one way NHL minimum. But they have to know whether he can play in the NHL. He's yeah. he's come up and played seven. Seven games, and he's got donuts across the board. So this might open the door for him. He's an AHL All-Star. 
Does he get the call? I, I don't know. But somebody gets a call, obviously. They do need more skill on the bottom six. I've yeah. been saying that for a long time. Sokolov, yeah, I'd like to see Sokolov get an opportunity as well. Blackburn Ben writes, I lasted until 5-1. The good vibes from the back-to-back wins against Detroit, long gone. Looking at the tough opposition coming up, I wonder if they'll win another game anytime soon. Good night from Blackburn Ben. So it's not uh, not a lot of positivity, and you know what? I don't blame fans. And to me, this is not – you can't just blame it on the schedule. And that's where the start of the season really comes back to bite you in the rear end as well, right? Because they couldn't blame any of that on the schedule, and they started 6-12-1. and Well, we'll have to go back and look at the schedule, uh, and they didn't have any back-to-backs. I believe in the first 20 games. So, no, you're right. The Tierra comment from Randy about singling out a player is ridiculous. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I don't I yeah. I didn't really feel like it's 12:25. Yeah. Kind of ready for bed here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't really feel like getting into it, but I I don't disagree at all. All right. You know what? Let's hear from Austin Watson now in conversation with our Gord Wilson. Is this all about forget and re-energize now for Edmonton? Um, yes and no. I think, uh, you know, tonight, last night, um, you know, there's things that you, you have to learn from. You can't just, you can't just forget. You can't just turn the page like these games happen. Um, and there's, you know, there, there's parts of the game that we need to clean up. Um, you know, that being said, you do have to address it and have a have a short memory because, um, you know, this time of year, uh, the, the next one matters, uh, you know, as, as much as any of the rest. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's tough. It, it sucks, you know, it's back-to-back games of, um, you know, outcomes that, outcomes that you don't want I mean last night's different um you know we had uh, we had our chances we had um you know we had looks felt like it was stacked against us a little bit just in terms of um you know the, some of the bounces and uh you know penalty trouble but uh you know tonight you know we we give up a we give up a shorthanded goal again so we give up a power play goal in the first period um this time of year special teams are so important and that just you know, that sets, sets the tone of the game for us, and, um, you know, we got to be better there. Your goaltender, I know uh, it's been quite a ride in that position all year, but uh, the score doesn't reflect it. He, he had some pretty good saves. Oh, man, Mando and Sogi have both been great. I mean, what a what a spot to be thrown into. Um, you know, you get your top two guys down, you got to come in here and, and backstop, um, you know, some really, really important hockey games. Um, and they've... They, They've both done extremely well. Um, they're confident guys. Mando was great tonight, made some huge saves. Um, you know, score could be a lot worse if uh, if it weren't for him. Um, you know, feel for him because we'd like to put, uh, you know, a better effort out in front of him. But uh, both those guys have been unbelievable. You have a pretty talented group that's uh, shown a little desperation here to crawl back into this conversation. Do you see the signs right now? I know it's fresh right now. But do you see the signs and that there's a belief in a the ability to keep it going there's belief for sure um you know we're quick to acknowledge um that maturity 
in our game to have gotten desperate and to get ourselves to that point. I think we've got to, you know, I think we've also got to check ourselves and realize that the last, uh, you know, few games have, um, you know, been a little immature in a sense. Um, just the way that we've we've got down and we haven't uh, we haven't really stuck to stuck to our plan. We've kind of tried to stretch the game out, kind of tried to get it all back in, uh, you know, in, in one swoop and. Um, you know that's the that's the maturity that we had been showing, um, and, it, and it's tough when you face adversity in this league. It's tough to it's tough to stick to your guns and um, you know just realize that you know what you're best at is going to get you back in games. So um, you know if anything, um, you know that's where we've got to kind of get back to. Um, there's there's no doubt there's a ton of belief, a ton of desperation in this room, and um, you know we're going to keep pushing um, you know as hard as we can. So. It, it, it'll be good to get right back at it, good to get a day off, kind of reset, and, uh, you know, play an Edmonton team that's playing well. Um, it'll be good for our group, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can have a better showing. Austin Watson in conversation with our Gord Wilson. You know, it is refreshing to hear just various points of view, right? And you can't have 20 people all sounding like Tim Stutzler. Right. You need a few veterans in there to kind of – all right, you know what? This isn't good, but it's not the end of the world. We need to come back and just start playing better, right? And we'll see if they do on Tuesday against Edmonton, a team that they haven't played very well against in the last couple of years. But you do need kind of those grounded veterans. Don't get too high. Don't get too low in those peaks and valleys. and. I'm sure some people would like everyone to just sound like it's the end of the world, but it's good to have a little bit of both. Well, it's like Travis Travis Hamannick said. Uh, it's an emotional game. Yeah. There, there's no question, and uh, it can go both ways. And you want to stay a little even keel, and him and Austin Watson are, are trying to keep things in perspective here where it, they're basically saying, listen, things have been good. Uh, and it irks it irks players when they've gotten to this point. The work that they've put in when they're when they're asked by a a, a reporter if, if there's a belief in the team. Well, they, they're not they're not in this point. They're not they haven't got to this point without a belief in the room. Now, has it been a, a good 24 hours for the the Ottawa Senators? No, it hasn't. Uh, Vancouver and, and Calgary have not been uh, been kind to them, but they'll have to reset here. And this is where you take the time. This is great that they have the off day tomorrow. Uh, to physically recharge, but also mentally, and uh, and and put together a game plan um, when they get to Edmonton. When we come back, we'll have a look at the Saint Hubert Barbecue out of town scoreboard. Lots going on in the sporting world. Five one final. The Flames beat the Sens tonight. This is the Jim K Ford Lincoln Senators post game show in the home of the Ottawa Senators. TSN twelve hundred. The Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sands postgame show continues on TSN 1200. AJ Jackiebeck, Brad Smith, Cam Clement. Senators lose 5 1 in Calgary. Rasmus Anderson, Elias Lindholm, Jonathan Huberto, Noel Hannafin. Trevor Lewis it was Tim Stutzla scoring for Ottawa as we check the Sandy Bear Barbecue out-of-town scoreboard, chicken ribs, hockey. Uh, we start with Detroit. 
beating Boston 5-3. Chiasson, Sider, Larkin, Ernie, and Kopp for the Wings. Grizzlick, DeBrusque, and Pasternak with his 46 for the Bruins, who are 50-10-5 on the season. Alex Chiasson back up from the minors, back in the big leagues with his second goal in as many nights. Penguins uh, extend their lead to eight over Ottawa. They're in seventh, so would probably be curtains. And I know it feels like curtains. It would probably be curtains if they were the eighth place team, but no one seems to want eighth in the conference as it stands. But Pittsburgh seems to want seventh. They win 3-2 in overtime over the Rangers. So four points for them this weekend. Chris Latang with the winner in OT. Uh, Jason Zucker and Ricard Raquel with the other Pittsburgh goals. It was uh, Gaudreau and Kreider for New York. Sidney Crosby with a couple apples in this one, bringing his season total to 51. 5-3 Vegas wins in St. Louis. Five different goal scores for the Golden Knights. Carlson, Marcheseau, Amadio, Dorofeyev, and Petrangelo for Vegas. Verona, Cairo, Pitlick for St. Louis. Bennington, 26 saves in the loss. Shutout for... Uh, Vitek Vanacek, Jersey beats Carolina 3-0. A couple of goals from Jesper Bratt. Jack Hughes with the other for Jersey. Jack Hughes also two assists in this one in on all the scoring for the Devils. 3-2 Winnipeg wins in Tampa. Schmidt, Niederreiter, and Barron for the Jets. Lauren and Sorelli for the Lightning. Hellebuck steals one for the Jets here. 33 saves. Clayton Keller scores two, including the winner in overtime, Arizona. 5-4 winners over Minnesota. Barrett Hayton with a couple of goals as well for the Coyotes. Brett Ritchie had the other. It was Zuccarello, Reeves, Boldy, and DeWar for the Wild. Ryan Reeves scoring only his second of the year. Nashville wins 5-4 in overtime. In Anaheim tonight, Tommy Novak scores the winner in OT. He had a pair. Tomasino, Sherwood, and Trennan. Also scoring for the Preds as they uh, continue their playoff push. Uh, McTavish with a pair. 16 for the local boy out of Carp. Mason McTavish for the Ducks. Toronto and Terry with the others. Saros making 33 saves for the Preds. OHL, 67s lose 6-3 in Hamilton. Uh, Ewells, Pinelli, and Beck scoring for Ottawa. They're still eight points up on North Bay for first in the conference. CCHL. Tough loss in a shootout for Rockland today. They lose 2-1 to Renfrew. Smith Falls over Nepean 7-1. Navin beat Hawkesbury 6-3. And Brockville over Kempville 3-1. It was Cornwall 4-3 shootout winners over Pembroke. Should mention in the queue as well because certainly the uh, Gatineau Olympiques rolling. And they went 5-2 today over Sherbrooke. Eastern Ontario Junior Hockey League playoffs. Ottawa Junior Canadians are out. They lose in five games to Richmond. The Royals win 4-3 in double overtime there. Uh, they'll play the winner of Embrun Castleman. Vikings lead that series three games to two after winning 5-3 over Embrun today at home. The other series are 3-1 Perth. And Arn Pryor, Blue Wings beat Athens 3-1. Packers beat Smith Falls 6-0. To Carlton. What a day for the Ravens. Oh, huge day. First 
school since UVic in 1985 to win both the men's and women's basketball national championships. The women win their second ever title. First under Danny Sinclair, 71-59, they beat Queens. The men survived in double overtime. A classic, 109-104 over St. FX. That's their 17th championship in 20 tries. World Baseball Classic, Canada, 18-8 winners in their first game in Arizona against Great Britain. They'll play the United States tomorrow, and the U.S. is getting pounded right now by Mexico. Uh, the Briar will be Brad Gushu and his rink from Newfoundland, representing Team Canada. They represented Team Canada at the Briar as well, but they'll represent Team Canada at the World Curling Championships on the men's side here in Ottawa next month. 7-5 winners in the final over Manitoba and Matt Dunstone. And golf, Scotty Scheffler won the Players' Championship. A lot going on. March Madness, we had uh, Selection Sunday today, so that all starts Tuesday and Wednesday with the play-in games, and then Thursday there will be 16 games, 16 more on Friday. Junior hockey playoffs in full swing. You got soccer, you got hockey, you got baseball, whether it's the World Baseball Classic or uh, spring training. Good time to be a sports fan. You can even watch the XFL if you're a football fan. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson. That's our scoreboard. All right, Brad Smith, a final thought from you on uh, tonight's 5-1 Senators loss in Calgary. Well, tough night, tough start for the Sens, and special teams will get you, and uh, you need them, especially on the road uh, when you're a tired road team. And uh, when you give up a power play goal and a shorty in the first period, things aren't going to bode well for you. Um, Fortunately for for the Sens, they don't play tomorrow. They get the day off. They can reset. Uh, mentally and physically, and and put a game plan to get together uh, when they go into Edmonton and face the best player in the world. Game two of the TELUS Cup playoffs tomorrow for uh, the Kempville U18 AAAs. That's accurate. Uh, at 8.30, right back at the old Richcraft Arena. Against Navin, up one game to none in that That's best right. of three. So best of luck to your squad and all the teams. Thank you. Some good hockey going on at the Richcraft over the course of the next few weeks. That does it for tonight's broadcast. Our thanks to our entire crew, our producer Cam Clement, Dean Brown, Gord Wilson with the call. And for Brad Smith, I'm AJ Jakubek saying so long. Next broadcast comes to you tomorrow night. Uh, Sorry, yeah, it is technically tomorrow night. It's Tuesday night, just to be uh, clear. So less than 48 hours away in Edmonton, Tuesday night against Connor McDavid and the Oilers. Final score. On this Sunday in Calgary. It's the Calgary Flames 5 and the Ottawa Senators 1. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a terrific week.